Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. And now, part two. We're talking with author and journalist Suzanne Gordon. Her new book is Wounds of War, How the VA Delivers Health, Healing, and Hope to the Nation's Veterans. So can you talk a little bit about why this is such a good model and how we should maybe use this to improve and expand Medicare? So basically, Medicare is a payer, not a provider. It's not a system. And Medicare pays private fee-for-service providers, and that raises costs. Uh, The VA is a payer and a provider. All its doctors and nurses and staff are on salary. It negotiates lower prices with pharmaceutical industry and medical device industry, which is one reason why the pharmaceutical and medical device industries would love to have it privatized. They would love everybody to pay more for their drugs and and devices. Uh, The VA also delivers integrated care, and that doesn't just mean that a veteran who moves from San Francisco to Boston can find a VA facility, show his VA card, and get in. It's integrated at at the practice level. So a primary care practice, will have psychologists and psychiatric nurse practitioners on site so that a veteran who complains about a mental problem or a substance abuse issue to a primary care provider can be walked down the hall by that doctor or nurse practitioner and introduced to a mental health professional. And they can talk to that person right away. And we know that in this model of the warm handoff, a person is much more likely to follow through on treatment than if they're given a referral and asked to make an appointment, which they may or not make or may not show up for. That's also true. They have pharmacists on the unit who will meet with a veteran and talk about how to take their medication safely. They have nutritionists and social workers. It's a truly integrated system. It's something that most Americans have never experienced. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's we look at what's happening in, out in the private system and how in the world should we want our veterans to have the same thing? Um, we would like it to go the other way, have everybody in the United States have access to that same kind of care that you get in the VA. And I wanted to get your comment, Suzanne, on on one thing that's happening with nurses around the VA, registered nurses with uh, National Nurses Organizing Committee and National Nurses United have filed a lawsuit against the Department of Veterans Affairs and the VA Secretary uh, Wilkie and, and the Trump administration, charging that they acted illegally in a deliberate campaign to eviscerate collective bargaining rights of the VA nurses and other healthcare workers. Nurses say that by denying their union protections, the VA is attempting to limit a Veterans Affairs nurse's ability to advocate for the highest quality of patient care. And I couldn't help but think about that when you were talking about this idea of a warm handoff to another health care provider. What do you think about the nurses continuing to really fight for their ability to be an important part in a uh, collectively bargained part of the VA? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Nurses represented by NNU, by um, AFGE, uh, and other unions, SEIU, et cetera, are really fighting back. And it's absolutely critical that they passed something last, um, maybe two years ago, called the VA Accountability Act, which was supposed to make it easier to fire high-level administrators. And instead, they've used it against the unions, they've used it against 
a lower level frontline staff and, and even people like groundskeepers and housekeepers, and they're attacking people's right to take time off work to represent, if they're a shop steward or, or a union representative, to represent workers. And this is very dangerous. It's very dangerous because it denies Americans their democratically given rights to be in a union. But it's even more dangerous in a healthcare setting because we know that patients fare better in unionized hospitals. They actually live longer. The mortality rates are lower because people aren't afraid. A nurse isn't afraid to say to a doctor, uh, you're about to cut off the wrong leg. Or a housekeeper isn't afraid to say to a nurse, you know, uh, I think you're you're making this this patient is getting sicker, and the the when you deny people's right to speak up and people's right to be uh, protected when they speak up in healthcare, people can die. It's different than an envelope factory or you know many other settings. I mean, we should never deny people's union rights anywhere, but when you do it in healthcare. Uh, you can you can kill people because of that. Indeed, and I wanted to just say a quick something about the warm handoff because it seems like a small thing, but that's a really important thing to veterans who have a hard time asking for help, number one, but especially asking for mental health services. And when they get the courage to do that, it's so important that someone walks them down the hall to that person and introduces them right then and there so they don't go home and talk themselves out of it and say once again that these issues aren't so big and they can just handle it on their own. And that does affect all of us, because when they can't handle it on their own, bad things happen to everybody around them. So it's so very important to take care of these people who took care of us, who put their lives on the line, and we should do the same for them. And I think it's very important for listeners to call their congressmen newly elected or or not their senators and say, you know, that you need to fully fund and staff the VA, that um, the Mission Act is going to be a disaster if access standards uh, allow too many veterans to seek care in a private sector that isn't equipped to handle their problems. And I think it's very important for people to call Congress and their Congress people and legislators and say that they want the Mission Act to be funded because right now it is being taken, every dollar that will go to private sector care is taken out of the VA budget. And that will mean layoffs, program cuts, facility closures, and it will kill the VA. And that is the intention of this legislation. Suzanne, I want to thank you so much for writing about nurses and your work with nurses, but also for educating about the successes of the VHA and why it's critical to save it. We're talking with author and journalist Suzanne Gordon. Her new book is Wounds of War, How the VA Delivers Health, Healing, and Hope to the Nation's Veterans. And Suzanne, where can our listeners purchase the book and find out more about your work? So they can go to my website, which is SuzanneGordon.com. They can go to Amazon or to an independent bookstore or another bookstore and find the book. They can get more information on this issue by going to the Veterans Healthcare Policy Institute. I'm a senior policy fellow there. That's veteranspolicy.org. And I encourage people to find out more about them. Even if you're not a veteran, the VA helps you. Its research helps you. Its teaching helps you. And we owe it to veterans to give them the highest quality care, which they can get 
at the Veterans Health Administration. Indeed. We have just a minute left. Is there anything else you'd like to share, Suzanne? Well, I just think that we have to understand that private sector providers are not equipped to care for veterans because they don't understand their complex problems. And you as nurses understand that you have to understand the problems of the population you're dealing with. Not everybody is the same. Not every patient is the same. And these veterans have very complex problems. And the Veterans Administration, Health Administration, specializes in these problems. And we can't afford to let veterans go out to private sector providers where uh, the majority of them don't know anything about military culture and say they're not interested in finding out in order to help veterans. So they're happy to take the money, but they're not happy to really put the energy into delivering high-quality care. So very true. Thank you so much for the work you're doing, Suzanne, to educate us all about the success of the VHA and why it's so critical to save it. Thank you for helping, and I hope folks will make those phone calls. I'm sure they will. Thank you. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com. 